All right, friends, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Thanks to David Bellavia, as always, for the magnificent lead-in to the program. The only problem, I've said this before, David makes it impossible for me to just mail it in. So thanks a lot, David. But anyway, we're with you on News Radio 930. Josh Schmidt is at Master Control on this program. He, he's no Jimmy Love, but uh, give him time. He'll, uh, he'll ripen and mature into Jimmy Love at some point. That's the first time the words mature and Jimmy Love have ever been used in the same sentence, just so you know. He's the guy who put a sign outside our talk studio that reads, The Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> anyway, uh, good to have you with us. A couple of things here. Uh, driving-wise, driving-wise, gotten some complaints from people. I want to pass them on to you. Experience the same thing, driving into work. Um, hey, guys and ladies, Roads that were two- and three-lane roads are now two-lane roads, one in each direction. And then sometimes the snow isn't plowed and people have to encroach onto your oncoming lane. So we're all in the same boat, man. We all need to get somewhere. We all need to be resupplied. Um, Take it easy. We're all in the same boat. And... Uh, just I'm I'm just I'm just saying. Please just think of the other person. This is a time for kindness and understanding. And uh, driving in excess of the speed limit, or even in some cases at the speed limit on roads that are very very narrow, is not the most prudent thing to do if you want to avoid a head-on collision. Also, you can't see going through intersections, so. Um, please don't dart into the middle of an intersection because you're going to get clipped. And one way you can help out people that are emerging from behind the Mount Everests of snow we have here in western New York, if you see somebody start to inch out, just give them a little toot of the horn. Not You're not slamming the horn on. You're just giving them a little toot saying, hey, I'm here, so look out. Might uh, prevent uh, some fender benders. Something else I want to call to your attention. This was uh, brought to my attention, and I want to share it with you. It is a post by Carl Anderson, Jr., There are many of you who believe that the extent of the looting in Buffalo and western New York has not been uh, truthfully covered by media. And this is uh, one post from a fellow. What's not being reported or talked about, I own the Louis Texas Red Hots on Bailey Avenue. I've literally served the community on Bailey Avenue personally for over 22 years. I've hired from the community given to the community, and embraced the community. My Christmas Day was spent watching my security cameras covering my restaurant, Louis Texas Red Hots and Street Gear, a sneaker and apparel store in the same building. What I witnessed was heartbreaking and disgusting. I was repeatedly burglarized and vandalized, both my store and my neighbor's. I called the police station on Bailey Avenue next door to me and 911 directly. For whatever reasons, no one showed up and the criminal activity continued throughout the night. Update, 4.45 p.m., I believe this was a couple of days ago, street game clothing store attached to my restaurant is still being looted. I called the police for the 10th time. My restaurant finally boarded up. Update, 12.16 p.m., Monday. I've been at my restaurant since sunrise trying to trying to clear up the carnage. I opened the door that attaches my business with Street Game, and they are still stealing right now out the back door leading to Ruspin Avenue. 
I called E-District again and 911 again. I uh, shared that post by Carl Anderson Jr. Uh, if you own a business that was looted during the blizzard, I, I would like to know about it. I would like to know exactly how widespread the looting was. Uh, maybe some of you, I think probably all of you, have security cameras and were able to monitor the criminal activity from home and were very frustrated that you were unable to get anybody to respond. Um, in, in the situation we had over the weekend, I, I know what the response is going to be. The system was overwhelmed. Priority number one was saving lives and not property. And I understand that, and I don't disagree with that. Saving lives has to be your first priority. Uh, but uh, I understand how frustrating it can be, and hopefully justice is going to catch up with the looters and the criminals, the opportunistic parasites. And what is really disgusting is uh, the tops on Jefferson Avenue. Yeah, that tops. May 14th. That tops was looted and vandalized. I can think of no greater disrespect to the victims of that racist monster than stealing and looting from the store in which those 10 people were killed by that animal. And it was a situation in the community. You know, you remember when they had to close down the grocery store that Tops sent in transport so people in the community and in the neighborhood could get their groceries from another Tops? They offered shuttle services so people could get groceries and be nourished. And Tops's reward is looting and vandalism at the location on Jefferson Avenue the scene of one of the most heinous crimes in the history of this city. Absolutely abominable. Un uh, absolutely abominable. But uh, anyway, uh, sorry to hear about uh, Louis Red Hots on Bailey Avenue and any other business that has been burglarized from, looted. Your phone call, if you want to report in, 803-0930. Star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's see, what do we have here? Uh, okay, great. Um, your uh, stories and opinions on the blizzard. And, of course, today there's a uh, poop storm raging between the county executive and the mayor of the city of Buffalo. You know... I knew it was only a matter of time before Mark Poland cars snapped. And I'm sorry, but Byron Brown is, look, I regard the mayor of Buffalo as a friend that I have for many years. So I am biased, and you should know that. That's my disclosure. I like Byron Brown an awful lot. Always have, since the first time we met, and we've met many a time after that. So long story short, uh, the county executive and, and remember, th this is a pattern of behavior, and it goes back at least to COVID, where he kept saying, I have the power, I have the power. And I made reference to the fact at the time when you have to tell people that you have the power, uh, that is a reflection of your character. If you need to insist to people that you have the power, okay, that, that, that's problematical to me. 
Um, and by the way, the last poll that I saw showed that Mickey Kearns would beat Mark Policars in a head for uh, to head race for county executive. And my understanding is that Mark Policars has been angling desperately for a job with the Hochul administration because he knows the handwriting is on the wall for him. Uh, that's what I hear from people who keep track of such things. But the uh, attack on the mayor of the uh, city of Buffalo, um, I thought was unwarranted and showed a lack of understanding of the design, layout, and history of the city of Buffalo. The city of Buffalo was uh, originally laid out by a guy named Lafont, the same guy who laid out Washington, D.C., by the way. And as Buffalo grew as a city, it grew, remember, uh, after the opening of the Erie Barge Canal and in the age of industrialization, and the houses are very close together in parts of Buffalo. Uh, not everybody lives on Rumsey Road, okay? Uh, m- most of the houses are very, very close together. You get into Black Rock, Riverside, uh, Clay Street, Glore, places like that. Your houses are very close together. And in many cases, you might, have, uh, you might not even have a driveway, not only in those places, but uh, also in uh, other parts of the city. Every single mayor, this is my fifth decade, starting in the 1980s, doing storm coverage. Every single mayor has had to deal with the systemic problems, not of racism, but of layout of the city. Layout of the city. And I don't care if you were Frank Sedita, Stan Mikowski, Jimmy Griffin, Byron Brown, Anthony Masiello, the these people have all had to deal with the same issue. Narrow streets, cars that are parked, and it has not been corrected because, frankly, it's not a correctable situation without a total gutting and reconstruction of the city. So one of the things that could be done, I suppose, is smaller plows, and then you have the issue of how to dig cars out once the uh, small um, uh, path is made for one car at a time to go down the street. It's unfortunately impractical to do anything about uh, the situation. And one of our callers to uh, David's show before I came on the air kind of stole a little bit of my thunder, uh, reading my mind, I see. Um, we're obviously communicating with telekinesis, but the uh, or telepathy, I should say. Um, but the uh, administration of Stanley Mikowski, those of you who were alive back in 1977, some media in Buffalo tore Poor Stan Mikowski to shreds for his response to the blizzard of 1977. As a teenager, I thought it was unfair then. I still think it is unfair now. I didn't know Stan Mikowski. I met his namesake son when his son was involved in the old Memorial Auditorium, uh, but I never met the late mayor of the city of Buffalo. Stan Mikowski was brutalized. Stan Mikowski was blamed for deaths that were not his fault. Like Byron Brown, he faced a freshwater white fury of snow and wind and unbelievably tumultuous weather conditions that human beings are ill-equipped to deal with. Every single mayor of this city has had to deal with it. So to say that this is Byron Brown's fault makes as much sense to me as it did back in 1977 when people said this is Stanley Mikowski's fault. The suburbs are laid out differently than the city, okay? It's that simple. It really is that simple. The houses are very, uh, that's, it's on the police blotter. 
I, I've got it. I've got it on the police blotter. Uh, I, I've got no. I I have it. Uh, yeah. Uh, if the Erie County blotter is wrong, if the Erie County blotter is wrong, then I, I that's that's where I got the information. So I, I don't know what to say. People are saying Tops Jefferson was not looted. Um, I, I had it from two people, uh, one of whom cited the Erie County blotter. The other person sent me some other information. So I don't know what to tell you. If that information is wrong, let me know. But that is the best information that I can reliably uh, relay to you uh, from sources that I trust. But if that is incorrect, I'll certainly make the correction if Tops Jefferson was not looted. Um, one of the things that... Uh, was brought to my attention. Chictawaga also had a looting situation, and the uh, chief of the town of Chictawaga, Brian Gould, who is also a friend of mine, uh, he showed a great way that the town of Chictawaga officials uh, had to deal with uh, looting. What they did is they piled mountains of snow against the windows and doors of establishments that were in jeopardy. And if there's one thing a looter wants, it's easy stuff. Not going to dig through a mountain of snow. So I thought that was a brilliant idea. I don't know whose idea it was, but it was brought to my attention by uh, Chief Brian Gould of the Chictawaga PD. Uh, and, and again, I have two people <clears throat> that I trust telling me the Tops Jefferson Avenue was looted. I've got a phone caller I don't know telling me it was not looted. Does that, uh, 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 Josh, was that an anonymous phone caller? No, the caller was a representative from Tops. It was actually the plaza next to the Jefferson Tops, and it was uh, falsely um, called in. The address was falsely called in. Oh, okay. Well, that that explains it then. Then I retract what I there said. Was, about- there was there was a looting in the plaza next to it, but the they got the addresses mixed up, is what he said. Okay. Well, uh, all right. That then therein lies an honest mistake. Uh, but frankly, I, I I don't know that it makes a whole lot of difference because the. Uh, <laughs> the plaza next to that's that's sacred ground, ladies and gentlemen. That whole area is sacred ground to the memory of the ten people who lost their lives because of that scum nut who unloaded his fury and hatred and madness and evil on people doing their grocery shopping on a Saturday in May. That whole area uh, is is sacrosanct. But again, uh, that is the nature. Um, that is the uh, the not the nature. That is the origin of uh, where that misinformation uh, sprang from. A mix up in addresses called in to the police. But I mean, I, I had it in black and white on a piece of paper. But apparently, the black and white on the piece of paper, which I used as a source, was incorrect. So I will delete my Facebook post or uh, update my Facebook post to uh, reflect that. Um, your opinions and your stories of the blizzard. Of 22, the blizzard of 22. Uh, what do you make of the squabble between Mark Polencars and Byron Brown? Mark Polencars, the Erie County executive, has uh, refused to join me. He's refused to join David. Uh, that is from his communications people. Byron Brown spent almost 20 minutes with David, uh, David Bellavia this morning uh, explaining the situation in the city of Buffalo. Uh, It is my opinion that Byron Brown is the adult in the room. As I said at the beginning of the show, Byron Brown surgically um, was able to carve up the county executive in such a verbal way as has been seldom equaled in the annals of local and possibly national politics. 
What Byron Brown had to say today about the county executive will remain in the local political legend, almost like uh, Lloyd Benson debating Dan Quayle saying, you're no John Kennedy. Or maybe you said Jack Kennedy, but it's a very famous quote that I probably muffed. Did I say muffed? Yeah, I screwed it up. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, but again, disregard what I said about tops being looted. Uh, my sourcing it, my, my sourcing could not have been better, but unfortunately the source document, which should have been reliable, had the wrong address on it. So again, my apologies if you're listening at tops. I'm sorry for the misinformation. I don't know if you guys have put out a statement saying that uh, police blotter reports are inaccurate, but uh, if you haven't done it, you might want to do it. Um, maybe, maybe you have, I'm just not really on Twitter. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. If you have a business that was looted, like Carl Anderson's Jr.'s uh, Louis Red Hots on Bailey Avenue, you want to call in, tell us about it. That is cool and the gang. Uh, I mean, not the looting, obviously, but it was good to hear the police commissioner, uh, Grimalia, uh, earlier today in that uh, very... Um, interesting news conference you heard live on WBEN with Byron Brown saying, look, we have your faces. We know who you are. Day or night, there's going to be a knock on your door. Do yourself a favor and turn yourself into the nearest police station. Uh, it's, it's good to hear that. And see, if I was the mayor and I had the authority to do it, I would just go, I would revert to the old days and shoot to kill looters. That would be my policy if it was legally sound, shoot to kill looters. And if it's not legally sound, it ought to be because these parasites are only stealing from other people in the community. So when these stores and restaurants and places do reopen, there will be nothing, no way for people to legitimately access those supplies that have been pilfered by these criminals. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930, WBEN, and uh, the uh, Erie County Public Safety News and Incidents uh, page online is where the erroneous information about tops came from. I also have it on another police blotter report. Apparently, uh, what must have happened is the caller who called in to report the looting to police got the address wrong, and then that false information was then uh, you know passed down through the chain down to us. So, uh, again, the Tops on Jefferson was not looted. But I do regard that whole area as being sacred ground, sacred to the memory of the 10 victims of the May 14th domestic terror attack that we ha uh, had in Buffalo. And we do not say the perpetrator's name on this program, never have, and we will not. Let's get to the calls on WBEN. Your thoughts on the Poland Cars Brown situation, which was rather electrifying this morning, your Blizzard stories, etc. Blizzard stories and opinions, and uh, what do you make of the thing between Poland cars, the spat between Poland cars and Byron Brown? Um, I, I think that uh, Byron Brown was brilliant in his response. Basically, I'll paraphrase, some people under pressure flip their... Here is uh, Barry in Williamsville on WBEN. Barry, hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. First off, in regards to Poland cars... Shame on you. 
Shame on you. Shame on the political cronies and hacks who have supported you. You, sir, are what we refer to as a habitual liar. Every time I hear this person talk, my ears are bleeding. It, it is just so... I, I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. It is just so. I guess disappointing would be a good word to hear this person speak. He acts like he cares. He does not care. And the thing that really, really upsets me, and this is all related. I do have a story. I have been attempting to contact various telephone numbers for two days. I was told specifically by the Amherst police that. If things are not getting done and that my situation is not exactly what they would call an emergency, that if all else fails, I should call Mark Polencar's office and ask to either speak to him directly or one of his political hacks. And I did call. And guess what? Nobody answered the phone. I left a very, very detailed message. I told him, look, I don't care if you call me or one of your people there call me. It does not matter. I have not gone to work in two days. I'm very frustrated by that. My boss is frustrated, wants to know why I'm not able to go to work. And I told her, and I'll tell anyone else. What's the reason? Well, I'm in Williamsville, and where I'm at, the good news is, is the Amherst um, town uh, supervisor who I, I spoke to, uh, well, actually not the town supervisor, uh, uh, excuse me, the highway supervisor. Pat Lucy. Um, Lucy, wonderful human being. Very, very nice to be. He said, listen, here's what we're going to do. We are going to make sure that your streets are clear, and I will personally call you back to make sure that the job has been done. And he did. He said, however, here is the issue, sir. He's like, I don't know how you're going to get out of your driveway. We went past your driveway. Unfortunately, town of Amherst states, we cannot enter your driveway, even with your permission, because it's private property, we would be liable. And I said, is this the town of Amherst? Is this Erie County? He goes, it's a little bit of both. He says, believe you me, if I could, I would. Do you have an emergency? I said, yes, sir. I said, my wife has MS. She will be running out of medication at the end of the day today. We are very, very low on food. I don't know what we're going to do past dinner. And on top of that, I would love to go to work, but because I cannot get out of my driveway, I've been promised repeatedly, don't worry about it. We'll send a plow. There is no plow. I don't know how or even when we're going to get out. And when I told the Amherst police this, you know what they told me? Well, it's sort of an emergency, not really. Why don't you just calm down, wait for the snow to melt? Lovely. Well, uh, what did uh, Mr. Lucy say about the situation with the MS medication running out for today? Is, in, in oh, that, so it, he, oh, he said that is beyond disappointed to him. He said, I personally think that that's terrible, and I want to try and do something, he says. And, but at this point, he's like, I'm not exactly sure what it is I can do. But he, as he said to me, he says, sir, he said, I don't want you or your wife to become one of the fatalities, because one more fatality is one more too many. So he said he'll do everything in his power uh, to call to call us back and, 
and uh, update us. The good news is, is he has updated us to let us know that basically they're trying to get someone out here, but at this point we have not seen anyone, we have not heard from anyone, and we're, and we're stuck here. And I don't know who to blame, but I think most of the blame should go towards Poland cars, who basically it was his duty he took the oath of office that he was going to he was going to protect Erie County and he was going to keep us safe. He has failed repeatedly. He's failed, and good for Byron Broad, who basically skewered him. He was so eloquent that you know I just thought to myself, boy, I cannot wait to just sit back and watch Byron Brown tear him apart. And the way he does it is just so eloquent if byron was a boxer he'd be a surgical boxer um (laughs) but but you know as far as the situation with the snow on the end of your driveway i don't think honestly sir that you can blame mark poland cars you can't blame brian culpa you can't blame pat lucy they plow the roads you are responsible for your own driveway now maybe maybe you would be able it's a quarter to three maybe you'd be able to call a local construction company that's got a front loader maybe you can maybe may, that that is what i would suggest maybe you've got some people in your neighborhood who could help mm. you out because if it wasn't for my friends i would not be in studio because Absolutely. frankly i am unable at this point to lift anything um sure. due to a sure. recent surgery but um I, I i would try a company with a with a front loader if there's any available and as a secondary option actually a primary option at this point because the ms medication has to be there uh, i would reach out to your neighbors saying Anybody have teenagers? I need a squad of teenagers over here to clean out my driveway because I know exactly from where you're coming, sir, because walking into my home on Sunday, I had to walk 50 feet through the snow in my driveway. I literally had to stop four or five times to catch my breath, and my heart was going about a million beats a minute. So I know what you're up against personally, uh, but uh, I, I hope you're able to track people down. What street, what street is it on which you live? Yes, I'm actually, I'm, I'm on uh, Devon Lane. We try to contact a regular person that normally plows. No one has seen or heard from this person in, in two days. We've tried emailing, phone calls, texts. I'm, I'm now concerned about him. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, and I'm not sure what to do as far as a backup. But uh, okay, is, Lucy's been great. He said, "I'll see what I can personally do on my end." And he has been calling back, and he said, "I haven't found anyone yet, but I'm not. I'm not going to give up trying." Uh, okay. Well, Pat Lucy might know somebody in private business with a front loader. It's not going to be free, but he might have the connections to bring one over there, given the exigency of the circumstances. As far as your plow person not living up. Up to the contract, I would suggest that you contract, contact the New York State Attorney General's Office Consumer Fraud Division and file a complaint, because if the contract isn't being honored, um, that's fraud. That is fraud, absolutely. So I, I, I thank you. I wish you the best of luck, Barry, thank and please um, try to give us a buzz before 6 o'clock. Uh, but uh, at this point, I'd enlist every teenager in the neighborhood, and uh, it, it's going to cost you money, but it, you, you got to get the medicine. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, I I was going to say, is there some way you can hook up a hose to the warm water in your sink and squirt that in the driveway to try to melt the snowpack down? But you might create more of a problem than you're actually going to be solving. That's that's how much snow there is. Uh, Thank you very much, Barry. On Devon Lane, 
I don't want to give out your exact street address at this time. We were doing that during the uh, heat of the storm. But, uh, boy, if there's any teenagers in Devon Lane area and uh, you've got sturdy backs, strong muscles, and very low risk of a cardiovascular event, why don't you grab your buddies and some shovels and and, and ask everybody on Devon Lane where Barry lives, and uh, I'm sure Barry will take care of you. You going to take care of him, Barry? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a lot of food, but I'll, I'll tell you this much: if anyone loves Kraft macaroni and cheese, I make a mean macaroni and cheese. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of cash uh, or a check. I could hook them up with that too. Okay, I was going to say cash, check, or if nothing else, weed. Um, the currency of 2022. Well, uh, now that it's legalized, of course. Well, only, of course, if they're of majority age or 21 yeah. years old, I should say. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you very much. I don't want to see you charged with corrupting the morals of a minor, endangering the welfare. Uh, thank you very much, Barry. Good luck. All right. See, so, You know, we still, folks, how many of you are in the same boat as Barry? I would love to know the answer to that without naming the names of the companies. This is a very important issue. At the beginning of the season, you contracted with somebody to do your snow removal. You paid them to do your snow removal. Now you really need your snow removed, and you have not been able to track them down. That, not even a call back. See, that is very disconcerting to me, because then you're talking about a situation of consumer fraud. Taking money for services you are not rendering that you should be rendering, uh, that can get you in real big trouble with the state. So if you're a plow owner uh, and if you plow people out and that's one of your side hustles and people call you asking, where are you? I would strongly advise you to call those people back and explain the situation. Maybe I can't get to you. I'm trapped myself. That would be an acceptable response, in my opinion. Uh, But how are you guys digging out? Are you doing it yourself? Did you find neighborhood uh, young people with sturdy backs to do it? How how did you – how did you – I mean, the snow at the end of your driveway is not the town, village, city, county, state. That's not – that's always been. Since the beginning of time, that has always been on you, okay? Like the sidewalk in front of your house. If that goes crooked and sideways, unless there's, I think it goes, unless there's a tree that was planted on municipality property whose roots caused the damage, you're on your own. I think that's the way it goes. But when I replaced my sidewalk in front of the house, that came out of my pocket because there weren't any trees. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, you know, that that's a fair question. What other... Um, uh, situations do we have out there that would still be considered emergency situations? How many of you are basically stuck in your driveway, as I would be stuck in my driveway, uh, if I hadn't had some very awesome friends who literally came over as a squad to dig me out? And it's very embarrassing to look somebody in the eye and say, the reason I'm not out here with a shovel is I just had a surgery done. You know, I actually showed them the uh, the stitches and everything so they knew that I wasn't hosing them, but I'm, I'm not supposed to lift anything more than 10 pounds. You know, and do you have any idea how emasculating that is? I mean, it's a very... Um, it's a very helpless and embarrassing feeling, let me tell you that, especially because I used to be the guy that would go and help other people, and here I am needing the help of others 
Um, it's it's very humbling, and it, it, it is humiliating, to be very frank with you. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Maybe you plow people for a side gig. I mean, what does what your contract say? What, what understanding do you have with people? I am very, very curious. Uh, if you are still having issues, which would be emergency situations, we'd like to know about those because they're still out there. Just because the roads are clean does not mean the driveways are clean. And let's face it, if you can't get your car past your driveway to get into the plowed street, you might as well be totally snowed in because, in effect, you are. Uh, let's go to uh, Jen in Elma. Jen in Elma, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Yes, ma'am. I just want to suggest um, if people out there are in need of getting their driveways cleared, any shoveling, I know for a fact I'm in Elma, as you mentioned. My family is in North Tonawanda, um, so through the community Facebook page for your local area, North Tonawanda, Grand Island, Amherst, they have them for everywhere. People are out there putting um, posts if you need help shoveling. You know, some of it's free. They're just coming to do it because it's a city of good neighbors. Some are charging, um, but either way, it's a good resource to get some help in case people just don't know what to do. You got to create an account, obviously, for Facebook, but it might be something you do for this one time and never touch it again. Um, fair enough. Yeah, Devon Lane is uh, kind of between. Uh, well, it's, oh, it's in the neighborhood of um, of uh, Forest Elementary School, North Presbyterian Church, that uh, general area, uh, Smallwood Drive Elementary School. It's in it's in between all those places between Sheridan. And, uh, and Main Street, but closer to Sheridan, um, as the case may be. But So if he goes to the Williamsville Community Facebook page, he can put out a plea to have somebody shovel him out, and maybe he'll pay him. Absolutely, and there are probably already posts on there saying, if you need help, let me know. And again, I've seen it free all across western New York. Okay, uh, that's an excellent suggestion. I thank you very much for it. I hope Barry is listening. Uh, there should be a Williamsville Facebook page. One of the, see, one of the problems when people say Williamsville, there's the village of Williamsville, and then there's the part of the town of Amherst that people refer to as Williamsville, which I think was a real estate conspiracy to jack up the prices. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Jen, thank you. It's a great suggestion. And I wonder how many people, maybe you've been helped by a Facebook community page. I would love your call. I'd love to find out how Facebook helped you. Uh, thank you kindly. I appreciate it, Jen. Yep. Have a great day. All righty. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, Dan in uh, Tonawanda. Dan, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? Um, Excellent. I just wanted to call, and, I, I, you know, a lot of people are pointing fingers at plowing. I'm actually still out plowing right now. It's I haven't had much sleep in the last three, four days, and uh, my plow broke down, couldn't get the parts that I needed, so I had to, you know, drill a hole in it, put a bolt in it to get back out just so I can get to my contracts. Um, I was able to get to all of them and get at least people to where they can get in and out of their house so maybe I wouldn't do the whole driveway, but I do half of the driveway. But that's what I'm doing now is I'm going back and doing the rest of the driveways. And a lot of these, a lot of these littler trucks, it's tough when you're pulling up to something and the snow drift is three feet tall in front of your plow. You know, it's taller than your plow. And, you know, if we would have been able to get out Saturday ahead of it 
it wouldn't have been this bad. Um, but it, it seems that you couldn't really get out. So the driving ban was lifted at, I don't know, 1 o'clock Christmas Day. I think I got out at 1 o'clock noon Christmas Day. I think I got out. Yeah, Amherst ban was lifted 7 o'clock Christmas Day. Yeah, so I, um, I'm, you know, as but just like I said, and then another thing was the gas. There was no gas stations open. The gas stations that were open, the the, uh, the gas, they were out of gas. So I had to drive out of my way just to get gas to keep it going. It's been a struggle, I'll tell you that much. Um, but there, really but I'm gonna I'm gonna say, Dan, you sound like the kind of guy that if a customer uh, called you and said, "Where are you?" you'd at least call them back. All right, hundred percent. It's been happening for the last. I would never ever ghost them because it's a, a review is a bad review is not a good review at all. So. Um, I, I can't do that, and I've just been honest with them. You know, why have, how come my plow, how come my driveway wasn't done? And I just explained to them, I'm just trying to get everybody to be able to get in and out of their house. I'm driving, I'm trying to push snow. Now, I have a, I have a dually dump truck, and I'm pushing the snow, and once I get weight behind my plow, my truck just stops. Now, all six tires are just spinning. So I have loaded salt in the back of my truck. I had to, I had to unshovel myself. I had to dig myself out probably about six, seven times throughout this and throw salt down. I would have to salt the road mm. just so I could get friction to get into a driveway. So, and, and then once you do that, I mean, the, the snowpack at the end of driveways, it's the hardest snow I think I've ever felt. I, I just I just get a, a driveway that takes five to ten minutes was taking me about a half hour to forty minutes to do just because I had to keep just chopping at it, chopping at it, chopping at it. So and you know I mean if somebody's got a smaller F one fifty, if somebody's got a smaller like a Jeep or or, yeah. or a small a Ranger, you're they're they're not going to be able to push the snow that much, you know. So um, yeah, I know that in my contract next year there will be a lot of revisions. I'll tell you that much because this storm. Is, uh, is 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 really opened up my eyes. I've been doing this for a lot of years, and I've never seen anything like this. Um, this amount of snow, just because we weren't able to get to it for a while, and it just dropped. And then the drifts were, you know, some drifts were seven feet tall. Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah. And it's always heartbreaking. I mean, we all want to see plows, right? But then when you get your driveway shoveled out and the plow goes by, you might as well not have had it shoveled because you ain't going to get through that mountain of snow they just put at the end of your driveway. It's frustrating, but it's just it, it's just the way it is. Um, thank you, Dan. Thanks for being a, a fine contractor, sir. All right, bud. Have a good one. All right, one. thank you. And uh, my mom's person got out there and uh, got her done. Uh, in uh, Tonawanda, but uh, no, the the snow at the end of my driveway. I have I, we thought we we're going to have to call in a front loader, but uh, there's something about teenagers uh, that is even better than a front loader. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, and my buddy John, who probably will eat for free for a while at Creekview.